0: It's Camille, your host. We have a great show for you. Our guest is Clarence Pointer. He is, and we're having a conversation, it's kind of a QA and a as well, with the pencilman artist. I'm just going to give you a little bit of intro to Clarence. Welcome to an inspiring episode of our podcast again, where we delve into the extraordinary life and artistry of Clarence affectionately known as The Pencilman. Join us as we unravel the fascinating journey of a man who turned ordinary pencils into powerful tools of self-expression. From humble beginnings to becoming a renowned artist, Clarence's story is a testament to the transformative power of creativity. Discover how he discovered his passion for pencil art and overcame challenges to carve a niche for himself in the art world. In this episode, we will explore the intricate details of Clarence's unique artistic process, gaining insight into the meticulous craftsmanship that goes into each of his pencil creations. As the pencilman, Clarence not only captures the essence of his subjects, but also leaves a lasting impact on those who encounter his work. Get ready to be inspired as we discuss the profound influence Clarence has had on the art community and beyond. His dedication to this craft, to his craft and the messages conveyed through his pencil art serve as a source of motivation for aspiring artists and enthusiasts alike. Okay, so let's give Clarence a round of applause, okay, yay, <laughs> hi, Clarence. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? welcome, welcome,
1: yeah, I'm fabulous and having a great day today
0: Outstanding, outstanding, so uh, we're gonna get into the interview right now, and I'll be asking a few questions, but I do want to open with um if you could just please give our audience a little bit about your personal background. Um, And also, could you please include uh, the story about the master and your military background? (laughs) Because I love that story. Um, So we'll start there.
1: Sure. Um, I'm a little country boy. born and raised in a little small town in Alabama called Hillsboro. Uh, learned to draw it. So well, found out that I had art abilities at a very young age, probably like five or six or so. Uh, just continued to home in on my, on my talents and gifts and, uh, began to, uh, um, enter art contests and win those art contests. That's one the major, uh, the little head characters. They were in the TV guys that won those couple of times, you know, that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so early on, you know, you, you have dreams and hopes and aspirations of becoming something that potentially great or, uh, to reach a, uh, elite level of excellence. And I think I've accomplished that goal, but just so many more goals to, uh, to conquer, um, so that's. Probably the extent of my early years, and after I uh, got a little older, um, I joined the military. Um, after having a, a two-year hiatus from joining, um, for getting a B in an art class, <laughs> that I thought I should have an A, um, so it kind of devastated me. I stopped drawing for a couple of years, and joined the military, joined the Air Force, went to Japan. Okinawa, Japan, where I rekindled my um, my passion for art again and started to enter art contests over there, which was very, um, how do put it, <laughs> enlightening, because I would never win any of the art contests. Uh, many of them, there were often military installation or out in the Ashley, um, cities where they had extremely talented artists there. And I was holding my own and I was getting like, honorably uh, mentioned, you know, but never first, second or third place. And, um, it didn't really bother me. Cause I knew that I was in the room with masters of the game. And, uh, one guy in particular, um, He always would win, you know. And uh, he asked me a couple questions. He said, you know, did I know why I never won type of question? I'm not sure how he phrased it, but it was along those lines. And uh, he he knew why. I didn't know why, but he knew why because – I didn't invest enough time into into I was doing. I was trying to get through it and get it done as fast as I could, and it was it was lacking on detail. So, and he said to me, Berks, he said you have to put more time into what you're doing. If you want to become great or elite, you have to put more time into what you're doing, and don't be in such of a hurry. So. I took it to heart and applied those principles to what he had said, to what I was doing. And before you know it, I was, had leaped to another level. (laughs) Uh, Came back to to the United States in 88. I think in 89, no, it might have been 90. I entered an art contest and I won first second, and third place. <laughs> you never, huh. never, be, never be too proud or disturbing or obligated to the point where you think that you can't learn from someone else because you can. I'm still learning to this day. That's been, it's been 40 years ago. I'm still learning uh, and sharing so others can understand that. You have to be able to listen and apply what you be, what's being said in order to get better and in and the ways that you do, those things have to take place in, in order to reach a certain level of excellence.
0: Absolutely. And then how do you choose your
1: subjects? I have a, a to do list on some things that I want to do for myself. Um. But for the most part, most of my well, now most of my items are personal requests from, from patrons, customers, clients around the globe. Um, I don't pick and choose those. <laughs> they submit those, you know, electronically. Some in person they're local, and then let's create those for those individuals. But I have um, to-do lists items two, I tried to do a, a to-do list drawing in between uh, two or three of my commission's pieces, as so I got the, uh, a Oscars awards event, private affair in Beverly Hills in March, March 10th. And I chose two from my to-do list to create for that event. I have a, a Tina Turner and a Marilyn Monroe. I'm going to create those in you know, a very simpler pose type um, and have to be, uh, the people who are in attendance, who and are over because I'm going to try to put my, my A-game into those like, like I always do anyway. But um, that event is going to be very prestige. I mean, the A-list, you know, the who's who in Hollywood, um, in the industry of... Political actors, uh, singers, um, you know, directors, producers, you know, people from all walks of life of, of high tenure of uh, influence is going to be attending. So I got to bring it like I have never brought before to extend chips. It's, it's all about building relationships, and, and we can capture someone's attention. And that's, yeah, a higher probability of having a lasting uh, business relationship or or referrals for people who admire your work. So uh, every opportunity someone has, you have have to take advantage of that. You know, so that's what I plan on doing.
0: Excellent, excellent. And then just for all the artists out there, um, Artists have been uh, well known for not fully understanding the business of art. And can you please just give um, some tips about how to market yourself as an artist when, for example, you don't have um, galleries and museums and uh, public exposure and you just wanna make money um creating, then how would you um well just what tips would you have for
1: sure, artists? Sure, I I can I can elaborate on that I can elaborate on that a lot because a lot of times I ask I ask artists be able to have they ever had TV interview, a newspaper article, a magazine article, um uh, and most of them say no. Or exhibit because of fear, I mean, okay. you have, you have to put yourself in in, the, in a position to be noticeable. You have to stay relevant, you know. Meaning that, say, our exhibits, a lot. Of artists, they see me. They see me having our exhibits, and you know, and press, teachers, you know, uh, facilities, and in uh, um, places, and. It's not a necessity to do it that way. You can start off with simply having something at your house in your backyard, you know, Mm -hmm. sell some chairs, you know, put some drawings, little economical price frames, put somewhere in your backyard, have a picnic table with some popcorns and Kool-Aid on it, invite your friends and family to come over, neighbors, people from church, uh, associates. Let's come over and, and see what you have. i record that, video record that, some interaction with the people. Get um, post on social media. Look at YouTube video. Put it on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, places like that, because social media is an outlet. Now you don't need to have a gallery. Uh, uh, don't be concerned about your, your local community. There's a whole lot of ways you can – uh gravitate attention to what you're doing via social media because because once you put it online it's international like your show you may it might be uh, uh recorded in California, but people around the globe can hear it you know if they don't hear it right now, they can hear it later so for a lot of artists, I tell them get beyond your territory where you live you can run out of clients where you live, and most don't get the support they desire to have anyway in this community. You have to step outside your community, step outside your comfort zone, and seek those clients abroad. Uh, they can, you can join uh, um, group pages of a lot of metropolitan areas, New York, Key West, Texas. California, Chicago, all over the world. Just join group Papers, post your stuff. Somebody's going to see what they like somewhere. And before you know it, you got in-base of people always watching to see what you're going to do next uh, and uh, referring their friends and associates to check out your page or your website or whatnot. So you have to... We try and touch someone to be touched, <laughs> you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, and the main thing is, I don't care how good you are, if no one knows you exist, nothing's going to happen, you know? So uh, I went from one friend on social media to like over 30,000 now. How did I do that? I, in the beginning, I always would invite uh uh request to be someone's friend of of tenure of status. It could be athletes, actors, entertainers, CEOs, whoever. We are a Tyron, and and you look professional. I would see you in further request And my and my and my profile page on my social media page it, it was full of art. It wasn't full mm. of games, gossip, political stuff. You know, uh, that's negativity. It was all positive. It was all art. So when they come them up and with my page, they saw, oh, this guy's a professional artist. And they would say yes in most cases. So you build your, your brand. It's a whole lot of things that it goes into building your brand. You know how you how you present yourself is the main thing for me, um, and just be professional. Um, there's a whole lot more tips I could go into, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but the, but this one this one's the main ones. Um, go beyond your immediate territory and seek clients, customers, patrons beyond your territory. That's cause I you can run friends and family and cousins and stuff that uh some will support you, some won't. I got plenty that does and plenty that don't. Uh that shouldn't that shouldn't be something that you home into maybe initially, but eventually you got to get beyond that. Um and focus on building relationships. That's gonna uh, get more prosperity in your business. For instance I was telling this one guy so don't focus, on the, don't focus on, on the Benjamins in your paper, because that would not. Uh, it's short-lived. If you build relationships, then that's an extension of your craft. It would be it would beget more prosperity, longevity, opportunities, uh, patrons, customers, clients around the globe. So. Don't be television. You know, be um, uh, have a mindset that you want your business to grow, opposed to chasing the dog Because mm-hmm. that's a, that mindset wants someone have when they look that way. So, you know, look looks like that. You know, you, you gotta be passion driven. You gotta have a will, a desire to do the things that you really want to do, and. It shouldn't take someone to well, put this way. No one can motivate you, to do anything, that can inspire you, encourage you, empower you. But you have to motivate yourself. And I, I, mean, I can preach the corporate all I want about how to do certain things, but unless you're willing to accept some things that you haven't tried before, if you're stuck in the mud and and, you, and your target is spinning. You're not shipping any kind of gears so to the guys a whole. You're gonna see it in the hole. <laughs> you can you can dig deeper and deeper, and before you know it, you're gonna stop. You're gonna give up. I, I've heard several artists that give up because they don't see any growth because they're not doing the work. You got to put in the work, you know, the effort to make it happen. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so so this kind of things I kind of share with. Other artists, you know, that if somebody haven't called me, they desire to call me, and we have a verbal a, a conversation, because you can't, you can't really convey the full message in a text or a chat, and, and they if they really want to know, you know, obstacles, circumstances, dilemmas that uh, one can over, overcome, I could, I better just on where they're at, their state of being verbally. So that's how I I roll.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And then, um, the next question I had is what role do you as an artist have in, in your selected community?
1: The role I have in my community?
0: Yes. Um, what, Okay. What role, I'm sorry, hold on. Okay. Yeah. What role do you as an artist have um, in your selected community or communities, plural? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Well,
1: um, it's, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my role is just being me, just being me, what I'm about or, um, and I see individuals that know me or and they have a kid or so and um uh, that's kinda are of inclined. I, th- I take the time out to talk to that kid and share uh true stories with them to inspire them, encourage them and stuff like that. Um and there's something going on in the community and that's always something going on in the community, they always have uh, activities and stuff like that. Matter of fact, I got one next month, they called me and to see what my, my schedule was i always go i always go if plant is already, is already planned because you, you never know who, you go, who you're going to inspire or who needs to hear a certain thing to uh ignite their gifts in the arts and that's my, that's my main focus is that uh went to the local colleges high schools uh let's talk to youth. Now, I love into our, art classes at local college. It, it's been a while since I've been, but before COVID, I would go every quarter and talk to the art class. Um, and just being, you know, uh, inspiration, you know, um, uh, staying humble and genuine, being out and about cause you, you never know who you're going to run into, um, uh, uh, go to certain, um, events to be keynote speaker. Just to um, tell my story. And it's a long story. It's a novel, right? And so I had to pick and choose certain things to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But I've won awards just from people uh, seeing what I do on daily. And I'm like, wow. It, because you, you do what you do on daily, naturally, genuinely, just because. And you never know who's watching. Someone's always watching you. So <laughs> so you got to be on your best behavior. And just do you. I mean, don't be fake about it. Be be genuine about it. You know, and, uh, and it goes the wrong way. And I get calls uh, throughout Southern California based on my track record. Because I've done You know, uh, uh, drones I've created for um uh, special events. So um I guess I kinda of answered your question a little bit, you know, it's kinda of like yeah. um I give back. You giving it back is more than monetary. It's about your time uh that's given freely for certain causes and events of of that nature. Excellent,
0: excellent. Thank you. And then um, I think I just have, yeah, just one more, one more question. Um, What? Oh, no, no, excuse me. I have so many questions, but I I had to narrow them down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have so many questions. Okay. But uh, the last one is, can you uh? Well, hold on. Oh yes. Um. Okay. What art or pieces of of your of your artworks, um, do you most identify with, and why?
1: Hmm. Hold on Let me see. I would say not so many. Um. But my UNT. Piece is probably my most significant piece because of uh, what it stands for. And that particular drawing has three sets of hands on it, and each hand has a different uh, tone to it. Each hand has to represent uh, any part of the world. It could be Polish, European, African, South America, Puerto Rico, be any nationality, any, you know, any race. Of course, Robert, we only got one race, right? The human race. But you know, right. I'm just being, you know, uh, more specific. Uh, uh, and that's it it, it, it. it says itself: unity. If we mm-hmm. all come together, and we will be a better place. One second. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> okay. that, that was my most significant piece uh, of art. I will think of all my drawings, and it's the most popular one.
0: Yes, it's absolutely beautiful. All your work is, and I would like to give you some time, real quick, just to promote and or mention any upcoming events that you have, because I saw, uh, I think I saw a couple. So we're on yeah, on do. your Facebook, right,
1: yeah, I got one coming up on uh, next week, third of February.' It's mm-hmm. a ride in the uh Anaheim California parade. that's a celebrity artist, so that should be fun. That's yeah. my fourth time the parade. um I'll also be judging uh assisting in judging the youth art contest at the same event um, and then I have an event here black history program from, from my local community in Lancaster, California. I'll be, uh, there showcase some artwork and talk to the youth and, and they give me the mic, I'll talk a little while Then next month in March 3rd, they have a, uh, event that, that you may be willing, want to attend cause it's free. It's a media mm-hmm. appreciation awards event. It.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. TM TMZ. This gonna be yes. uh the media entity discovering the event, mm-hmm. so I asked to state there and um it's a 1920s theme or something like that yeah. so let's be fun um think late in the year central stars foundation Let's have an event that's like in November or something, but okay. I'm sure a whole lot of events but in between then, but right now those are the main three that's i am plate. play at uh, the moment. She
0: Okay, great, great, great. And um oh, okay. And then also can you please let us know what your favorite coffee and or hot beverage is? I already know it, but this is the second interview we've done I together.
1: Say, <laughs> I would say I'm not a coffee drinker. Um uh, yes. uh hot shopping. I I got some right now. I'm gonna go make as soon as we get to home some hot chocolate. Just um, my, my 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 hot my cold beverage is a mixture of uh apple cider vinegar, honey, lemon or lime juice, mm-hmm. cinnamon, and a dash of vanilla over, over, over ice. That's my my cold beverage. <laughs> You have to make it to taste.
0: Make it to taste. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Um, wait, did I no. And then lastly, I'm so sorry, just your, your uh social media handles. Um, so that okay. the audience also knows that as well. And then I did want you to know, Claire, should I put your um website? address inside of the description notes too. Okay. Okay. It's great.
1: Uh uh actually on all of on all the platforms. Yeah. I keep everything simple. Clarence Pointer. Yes on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Everything is just Clarence Pointer. Um uh, so, you always know, just, just Google me too. So, Crown Point, Crown Pencil Man Point, uh, I'm easy to find. You know, yeah. I even got a new, a new um, digital business card. The dot. I think, uh, I think it's, it's dot.com slash Pencil Man. Yeah. Uh, you can check all of my uh, website, phone number, email, interviews. I'm still in the be one I'm uploading. I got there's, there's a lot of stuff on there, right? So uh I'm having fun with that. Um, what with a wristband on and then just scan my wristband, barcode and put the coach everything. So Excellent, excellent.
0: I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. At the top of the year. And um, I just want everyone to know that uh, Clarence is by far my favorite artist ever. And to um, so be sure to check out his work, his bio, his, um, I call it community service. I'm not sure how you will refer to it, but his involvement in the community. You can find all that at clarencepointer.com. Okay, everyone. Yeah. Thank you so much, Clarence. Again, I appreciate you. Well, I will see you at those events because I do yep. want yep. to be there to support. So yes, I will see is, you there. It's,
1: it's, it's a good avenue for you to, to, uh, uh, connect with other yep. resources yes. and uh, people in the business <laughs> too. So it's great. It should be great.
0: Okay. Okay. So Wonderful, Huh? I'll talk to you then Um, in person. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I'll see you. (laughs) I will see you there. I promise. (laughs)
1: All right. All right. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye again. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye, Clarence. Okay, everybody. That was the magnificent Clarence Pointer, a.k.a. the pencilman. Now I wanted to uh, mention this, and he did mention it in his very first interview with me about the name of name and or style of pencil art that he does and he calls it Optimum Pencil Drawing, okay Optimum. And when you see his work, if you haven't already, please go to and please also purchase clarencepointer.com dot com okay. He's on Facebook, he posts often. And so you'll never not know um, what works he's been working on. And at times he has sales, sometimes he's, um, he just has so much going. He is just an incredible artist and businessman alike. And um, I forgot to mention that he was signed with, a, with the agency. So I didn't have a chance to um, to congratulate you. Clarence, if you're still listening, congratulations to all of your achievements and many more to come, I'm sure. And so I want to thank you for listening to this very special episode of Coffee Chat with Camille. The name of this is called Clarence Pointer: A New Conversation with the Pencil Artist, Man Artist. Okay, so um, I do plan on writing another article. I had to take my magazine down. Um, and so I'm going to like re, redo it and make it really fabulous and uh, really bit of focus on um, all the accomplishments of so many people, especially like Clarence, all the um, incredible American, the American accomplishments, right? The American experience, what we have going on in here, other than a lot of what we see on the surface. There's a lot of great people doing wonderful, magnificent things. And Clarence is definitely the person, one of the, I think he's just been totally inspiring. So again, I want to welcome you, welcome you if this is your first time listening, to welcome you to Coffee Chat with Camille. I want to welcome you to listening to our inspiring episode with the artist Clarence Pointer. I will have another artist as soon as he's available. His name is Kevo, 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 K-E-V-O. And the last time he was on the show, which was last year, he is working on a theater, what do you call it, like a theater production, actually, about the late, great Van Gogh or Van Gogh. And so... Um, I do want you guys to listen to him as well and listen to a lot of artists for the rest of the month through Black History Month or Advocate American History Month Um, and and, uh, just be inspired, folks, okay? So, at any rate, thank you for listening to this magnificent episode. It's episode 120 and we are on season 12. You can listen to any of these episodes on Spotify, Apple, Castro, you name it. We're streaming there. Okay? So check us out. All right? And that's it for now. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye for now.